Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Lisa. And I'm Eric. And welcome to the Music Matters Media Podcast. And guys, we are back after our holiday break, our first episode of 2019. Eric, I really like the sound of that, 2019. Me too. It's a new year and with it, a lot of new surprises. Yes. And with that being said, today's episode is going to be based on our most anticipated albums of this year. So much good music that is going to be released this year or that we hope will be released this year by some of our favorite artists. We're going to hash it all out here today and go into depth on these bands and artists and why we want to hear new music from them. Waiting is really going to be a lot of torture, but it's going to be worth it. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. But before we get into that, as always, we have our top three international countries of this week. And Eric, this is our first top three of 2019. Man, it feels so good to be back on here. Just going to throw that out there. Let's get right into it, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Coming in at number three, Columbia. Nice, Colombia. Very nice. Welcome, Colombia, to our top three. Coming in at number two, we have Ireland. Wow. Ireland, the new one, right? A new one. Yeah, Ireland has never made our top three before. And, you know, wow, to start off 2019 with Ireland in our top three, that is pretty incredible. So thank you guys for listening. Seriously, thank you guys so much. It feels awesome to have you guys on here. And finally, coming in at number one, we have the very loyal Mexico. Nice. Very nice. Made number one a second time. Shout out to Mexico for making it in our top three. They're always in our top three, and they are just so loyal to our podcast, and they keep coming back to listen. We can't thank you guys enough. Seriously, number one Mexico, well-deserved. Seriously. And honestly, everyone who keeps coming back to this list is amazing. And everyone who listens to us is amazing. I could not agree more. And there you have it, you guys. Coming in at number three, we have Colombia, number two, Ireland, and number one, Mexico. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for taking the time to click play on our podcast and listen to our voices. It still amazes me every time we come back on here and we check these charts of who's listening from all over the world. It is so humbling. Thank you, guys. Seriously, this is just so cool and what a way to start out the year. And as always, you guys, if you want to make it on our list next week or any week after that, all you have to do is share this podcast with your friends, with your families, with any loved ones you may have, and we could be shouting you out next. 
So Eric, we have a very fun conversation to be had today with our most anticipated albums of 2019. Let's start it off. Who are you wishing to hear new music from? Before I get started, these are in no particular order, except for both of our number ones, just because they're our most anticipated. Oh yeah. Yeah, they are. (laughs) So with that being said, uh, starting from the bottom, I would say my first band of course, is Metallica. It's been a while since they released a full-length album, their double album, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Awesome album. When did that come out, by the way? 2016. Wow, you know? Yeah, it's been a while. That's pretty crazy. I remember when you got me that record, I remember us talking about it. I remember all the hype surrounding it. And I can't believe that was all the way back in 2016 now. Yeah, yeah. I got you that because I just kind of wanted to, you know, give you a cool record and also just give you a nice introduction to the band. I know it's a weird record to pick, but it's a good one. Um, As good an album as that was at the same time, though, it took a while to release it. I'm hoping that it won't take as long for them to release new music, even if it's just an EP. I would really love it if they at least did that this year. Knowing the band, it might not happen, but that's why it's on this list, because it's a personal wish of mine. Listen, guys, we'll take whatever we can get at this point. Any new music is better than no new music at all. So I totally hear you with that choice. Makes total sense, especially for you. And let's hope that they do release something, even if it is just an EP. Yeah, or even if it's just a single, something to indicate that it's new music. I'm totally fine with that. Something to hold you over until the next album. Yes, absolutely. So I've said my first one, what is yours? So this is on my wish list part of what I have in front of me right now. I'm talking about The weekend. Very nice. Yes, I really wish that The weekend drops an album this year. We got a taste of what he's capable of and his mindset last year with My Dear Melancholy, and we reviewed it here on this podcast. You can go check that episode out. That was one of our episodes very early on, and I still listen to that EP to date, if anybody was wondering, I love The weekend. In fact, Eric, The weekend has already given us a little taste of what there is to come this year because he collaborated with producer and DJ Gestaffelstein, whom he already collaborated with on My Dear Melancholy. I don't know if you remember that, but they released a song this past weekend called Lost in the Fire featuring The weekend, and the song is amazing. I fell in love with it upon first listen. It's been on repeat all weekend. And if this is any indication of what there is to come for later on this year, I'm all here for it. And I really hope that he decides to drop an album this year because I've been waiting since Starboy and I think the world's ready. Honestly, the weekend when he sings, he has my absolute undivided attention. So I'm also really looking forward to that as well. I could not agree more, so let's hope we hear an announcement soon on that. But Eric, going on to your next pick, what do we have here? What are you looking forward to? So the next thing I'm really hoping comes out this year is Schoolboy Q's next album. Ooh, I like that choice. I really like that choice. Yeah, yeah, I really love him. I love his style, his artistry. And we were supposed to get a new album last year, or at least that's what it seemed like. But they made an announcement in September saying that the album was delayed, 
unfortunately due to the death of Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace to Mac Miller. So I'm going to assume that the album is just kind of lying in wait, ready to be released. From what they said last year, it was 90 to 95% finished. It could still be like that, or it could be 100% complete. Regardless, I'm still really looking forward to it, and I hope that this is the year when that album will see the light of day. And hopefully it's one of those cases where it gives the person the extra time to go back and really tweak some things and to give you the best version of what that album could possibly be. Absolutely. Slow and steady wins the race. And the last release that's on my personal wish list for 2019 is the very much talked about collaboration between Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. That is such a good pick. I'm actually so mad at myself for not having that on my list. Wow, Eric, that completely just, I don't know how that bypassed me, but yes, so much yes. I'm glad that you're here to say it. Somebody's got to say it. One of the two most lyrically talented legends in hip-hop right now, at least the current state of hip-hop. Wow, yeah, a collaboration between them two. Listen, like, we both know them their talents separately we both know that their music and their lyrics are just so amazing they're on par with each other could you imagine what would be like if these two joined forces i mean what an album that would be honestly without even listening to it i could just straight out tell you it would be one of the best albums of 2019 if that were to happen this year yeah i i would definitely be willing to bet money right away on that so literally, like, the possibilities of what the result would be are endless. I'm really excited for it. That was such a good pick. Wow. I'm just going to scrap my whole list now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that being said, now we're going to get into the albums that we know are being released this year. The first one I have on my list over here is The Main. So I know they officially wrapped up their recording process of album number seven back in 2018, about a month ago, you know, sometime in December, they wrapped everything and they've been teasing it ever since. In fact, we are going to get a single this week, which I cannot wait for off of this new album. Uh, There's no title out yet. There's no, you know, everything's still up in the air of what the album artwork is going to look like, what the seventh album is going to be called. Everything is still up in the air with that. They're keeping the fans on their toes. But if it was anything like their last album, then I'm really looking forward to it because that's also another review that we did on here last year. We covered Lovely Little Lonely, which came out in 2017, did a little throwback review of that. And Eric, we saw them in concert together where they played American Candy and Lovely Little Lonely in full back to back. And that was such an amazing experience. I love the main. They're one of those bands that I grew up with, grew up listening to, and their music has really adapted over time. And they're one of the bands that were able to do it right and have that formula of growing and having their fans grow with their music instead of abandoning why people love them in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, after that amazing album lovely little lonely i mean wow i was really sold on on the main after i listened to that album and then went to see them live i mean uh, you know listening to the album completely different experience than going to a main show and hearing them play it from start to finish it just really takes on a different life 
I'm so glad that you feel that way, Eric, because they are such showmen. They have such showmanship when they're performing live. It's always super fun, and they're able to really control the crowd and really get everybody involved and make it such an inclusive experience all around. So that's one of the many reasons why I love The Main, and I am so glad that you were able to listen to that album and appreciate it for what it was and to still be listening to some songs to date. So I think that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You know, you've got songs on there that, you know, they kind of demand to be staples of your playlist, you know. So if they can make an album that's just as good, if not better, maybe, then that, I'll totally be happy. In my opinion, their last two albums have been some of their best work in their whole discography. So with that being said, I am very much looking forward to this release. I will keep you guys updated on that single that is going to be released later this week. And Eric, you bet that once it comes out that we will review it on here. My next pick that I chose for albums coming out this year that I'm really, really anticipating is Sum 41. Oh man, that is going to be a good one. And Eric, we know that they're dropping an album this year because we went to their anniversary tour for Does This Look Infected? And Derek got up there and he was like, well, I hope you guys have the same energy when we tour next year for our new album. Still reeling from that show. What a crazy night. And yeah, I mean, I can't wait for this album. I really, really, really hope that it's an awesome one. I have such high expectations for it. Now, we had really high expectations for 13 Voices. Unfortunately, it did not meet all of those expectations, but I'm hoping that now that they've been together and they've reunited with Brown Sound and they've worked off of everything that they've done since 13 Voices collectively as a group and it's not so fresh and new anymore and they're back in the zone of recording and touring, that this time around they can take the misses that, you know, the misfires from that album and really work on that and build off of why people love Sum 41 so much. Yeah, and I don't know if you got this impression at all at the show. Maybe it's just me, but I kind of feel like off off of all the touring that they've done, you know, I really kind of do feel like they've gained uh, a new life from it all. You know, just from seeing the reaction of the crowd and the love that the fans have for every single album that they've put out, I kind of feel like that's given them a new inspiration to hopefully include that in in the songwriting this time around. I agree. I agree. And to speak off of that as well, seeing the reaction from certain songs that they did tour with and seeing how the, the crowd reacts based off of those songs, I think could really influence their sound coming up on this record of knowing what people really want and what they're really uh, going crazy for. And I think that it'll give them at least some type of guidance to find what their sound can be in 2019. It doesn't have to be the same, you know, pop punk kids back in the early 2000s at the same time without throwing away everything that made them them in the first place. So I really do think that by getting in the groove of touring off of 13 Voices and touring off of Does This Look Infective, having those anniversary shows, interacting with the crowd, you know, getting back in the groove of being together and, you know, making music together, I think that this record is going to be one of their best records yet. That's the dream. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm super psyched. Let's hope that, you know, this is it. 
And once again, you guys know, once that record drops this year, we will be reviewing it on here and hopefully we'll be going to a show again and see them sometime soon. That's the plan. Hell yeah. So Eric, you mentioned your wish list picks, but now moving forward, what are some confirmed entries on your list that you're looking forward to in 2019? So a couple of confirmed entries that I'm definitely looking forward to is Rob Zombie. Nice. Good choice. Yeah, he is always someone who is extremely hardworking, always, you know, working on movies or working on music. And with his music releases, he's always been pretty consistent, pretty solid with the same horror-based type of sound. However, there is one pretty bold statement that his guitar player, John Five, said in a recent interview. And it is that the new Rob Zombie record is going to be better than Rob Zombie's previous band, White Zombie. Ooh, wow. That that says a lot. So that really means that the expectations here are pretty high. Yeah, because, you know, as, as the fans know, White Zombie was a very beloved band mm-hmm. in the metal community. So I'm definitely, you know, I've already got ideas, like, swimming through my head as to what this record could sound like. But honestly, there isn't a single record that Rob Zombie has put out that has disappointed me yet. So I know that I'm going to love it. However, I am definitely waiting to, you know, put John Five's words to the test. Let's see if he can put his money where his mouth is, Eric. And I know he definitely can because he is also a master guitar player and a master showman. So I can't wait. And what other pick do you have for confirmed albums of 2019? So, you know, building off of the metal subgenre, Slipknot. Ooh, Slipknot. Okay. All right. Yes, this is definitely something I'm super excited for because I heard a new single by them that was released on Halloween. Quite fitting, I would say. It is so kick-ass. It is amazing. Uh, For all the fans of Slipknot out there, I think it's an understatement to say that Iowa is their best album. That is their second full-length album. Wow, like what an album. Like it has got everything. It's, you know, it's got loud guitars, amazing drums, awesome bass playing from the late great Paul Gray. Rest in peace. Uh, It's got everything that makes the trademark Slipknot sound and Corey's vocals so freaking good. So listening to this new single, which is called All Out Life. Wow, it is like a lost Iowa track. I mean, it is amazing. It starts out with this really awesome fast-paced riff and it just does not let up I've, I've been listening to it on repeat and if the rest of the album is like this song i'm completely sold let's hope that the rest of the album is in the same vein as that song yeah and i'm very pleased to hear that this single sounds a lot like iowa precisely because you know paul gray unfortunately is no longer with us and their drummer joey jordison is well, their previous drummer, he's no longer with them, unfortunately. He uh, suffers from a condition that doesn't let him play drums anymore, unfortunately. So now they have someone new to work with. So the fact that they were able to find that sound again that was on their second album with different band members, that really says something. They still got it. Don't count them out. Oh, yeah. They're as pissed off as ever. <laughs> <laughs> If you listen to that's that what song, makes the music say, though. That's what makes the music good. Absolutely, absolutely. Corey Taylor, you are the man. All right. So, what are some of your confirmed picks that you're really looking forward to this year? Okay. So, moving on from the main, 
these other two basically come hand in hand. They're going on tour together, which I'm going to see them both in June. I could not be more excited. So I'm just going to bam, bam, one, two punch Normani and Ariana Grande. Wow. Quite a duo. Very nice. Yes. So Normani, for those who may not know, I don't know where you've been, but Normani is from Fifth Harmony. She is my personal favorite member from the band that was Fifth Harmony. Her solo stuff has been just one banger after another. There's not a song that she's put out on her own that I haven't loved yet. So I am really highly anticipating her album. It's going to be her big debut, her solo effort. And I think that she has such recipe for success. She is one hell of a singer, one hell of a performer. I saw her back for the title benefit show and she came out and performed uh, two or three songs and she was amazing. The way that she danced, the way that she owned the stage, she was meant to do this, Eric. Regardless if uh, she is in a group or if she's on her own, she can definitely hold her own and that's without a doubt. So I'm really, really looking forward to her album and she had the opportunity of touring with Ariana Grande for this coming tour um, this spring going on to summer. So that's going to be amazing to see both of them sharing a stage together. And with that being said, moving on to the other half of my pick with Ariana Grande, she is releasing another album, which is pretty much unheard of. She's going on tour and she already released an album back in 2018 that made my top 10 2018 list called Sweetener. And that's where the songs No Tears Left to Cry and Breathe In came from. But she's releasing another album before she goes on tour and she's going to perform both at her tour. So I love the hustle. I love the dedication. She already released two singles off the album. Thank you, Next, and Imagine. Those songs, uh, you know, I know her album Sweetener made my top 10 list for 2018, but those songs alone was better than that whole entire album, in my opinion. And that says a lot because I enjoyed that album. But if these two singles, Thank You, Next, and Imagine, are any indication of what's to come on that album coming out, then wow, it's going to be her best album yet, hands down. So I appreciate the hustle. So far, the music has been amazing. She's releasing another single this weekend coming up. So I get to look forward to the main's new music and her new music. And it's just stuff that's going to hopefully hold me over until the albums officially drop. But I cannot wait to see her on her Sweetener tour this year. And we will also be talking about that on this podcast. You got Normani and Ariana Grande, dynamic duo, such strong, powerful, talented women. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing the both of them uh, separately and on stage together. That sounds awesome. It sounds like it's there's going to be no shortage of star power on that stage. So that's going to be something to really look forward to. Hell yeah. I cannot wait for that concert. It's the first time that I'm going to see Ariana Grande live, and I'm really looking forward to it. All right, so my next confirmed release is the upcoming album by The Tours, Jack White's second band. Oh, you know if it's a Jack White project, I'm already there. Yes, Jack White has been very busy, just released his solo album last year, Boarding House Reach. Awesome album. And this album isn't going to be a very big deal because it's been 10 years since the Tours released new music. They released two singles as part of their latest Third Man Records package for people who have that subscription. Uh, they released a really cool 
anniversary edition of their second album, Consolers of the Lonely, on really beautiful copper-colored vinyl. Nice. You know I'm a sucker for colored vinyl. Yes. And as part of that package, they released a 7-inch, a single of two upcoming new singles of the next album. And the cool part is that the people who are subscribers to that service were the first ones to hear that. And then they were released digitally for the rest of the world. I love that. Giving back to the fans, the diehards. Yeah, both sound awesome. And if the rest of the album follows through with this kind of sound, I'm all for it. I absolutely love the Tours. I love their just unique sound. And of course, with Jack White on co-vocals, co-lead vocals and lead guitar, you can't go wrong. Honestly, every single member in this band is just so amazing at what they do. And they put on an amazing live act. So if you know, if, if I can go see them live this year, that would be a dream come true. Eric, I am right there with you, I swear, because you put me on to Jack White. Uh, and ever since, I have been blown away by his talent, all the bands that he's a part of and everything that he's been able to do with Third Man Records. And it would be amazing to see him perform live. Yeah, and what I love is that these guys really have a lot of fun with each other on stage. You can tell that, uh, you know, it's... It's not just a band for them. They're genuinely having a lot of fun. You know, they they smile at each other. They, you know, do a lot of jams together as well. You know, they'll start a song and then in the middle of it, they'll like kind of go off into this other thing and then they'll go back to the original song. And I love bands like that. I love bands that know how to enjoy themselves on stage and really interact with their fans that way. To me, that's what it's all about. Music is about making people feel good, having fun with it. And if you can't have fun with yourself and your friends on stage, what are you really doing out there in the first place? Exactly. So, you know, I love that they are that kind of band and I cannot wait to see them live if I get the chance, but I definitely cannot wait to hear this album. Solid pick, Eric. I am not mad about that pick at all. And for my next pick, I have a band that you're probably not going to be mad that I picked this band. We've discussed them pretty recently, just a couple months ago, the 1975. They are releasing in 2019, in the spring of 2019, Notes on a Conditional Form. They most recently just came out with a brief inquiry into online relationships. That was in 2018, the end of 2018, really. And that is an album that we also reviewed on here. That seems to be the common theme throughout my list of 2019. But Eric, I know that you enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I believe that this album is going to be even better than the last and they are trying to get it out before they go on a major tour so that way they can play both kind of like an Ariana Grande situation right now they're doing an international tour but uh, once they start touring in the states they'll be able to play both albums so really looking forward to it it's supposed to come out in the spring of this year notes on a conditional form I love the 1975 I've said that so many times on this podcast cannot stress that enough They're such a great band, and they offer so much. They're so versatile, and yeah, so I'm looking forward to their new new album. Honestly, it's it's cool because, you know, like, it's anyone's guess as to what this album is going to sound like, because they really took everyone by surprise with the musical style of their last album. Yeah, they took a big risk, a lot of big risks on that album. Yeah, so, you know, going forward now, you know, It's like no one's really going to see it coming regardless of what they release because now that they've proven that they can venture off into different genres and do it seamlessly, 
now it's just like, oh my God, what's this new one going to be like? The possibilities are endless. And with that, now we have finally reached our number one most anticipated of 2019. Eric, what is your big number one that you cannot wait until this album is released? I cannot wait to hear it. I honestly don't know what it's going to be. Let's hear it. I'm sure you'll appreciate this one just because you have seen this band with me live twice. Rival Sons. Nice. Yes. Rival Sons. What a band. Amazing live performance. Killer music. Oh, man. Yeah, that is such a great pick. I didn't even know they were going to release new music this year. Yes, I have been looking forward to new music from them since they released their last album, Hollow Bones. I remember you and I first saw them together when we saw Black Sabbath. And then we saw them at their own live show in the city. And both times they just absolutely killed. They're so fantastic. One of the best blues rock bands I've ever heard. And I have pretty high expectations for this new album. And from what I've heard from the three singles they've released, it sounds promising. The last album was a little too short for my taste. I kind of feel like I breezed through it pretty easily. I thought it was good, but I felt like in some aspects it could have been better. It left you wanting more. Yes, absolutely. And with the new batch of songs that they've released for now, it seems like they're getting back to their hard-hitting blues rock style, and they're getting back to their typical, you know, five-minute uh, songs. Whereas on the last album, they were cut down to like two minutes, maybe. I got to tell you, as an opening band, they really blew me away at Black Sabbath. Their live performance was truly outstanding and made me a fan. Pretty much love at first listen. And that's a really hard thing to do. So the fact that they just blew me away and I was like, Eric, who are they? Send me some songs. I need to jump on this train because, yeah, Rival Sons, man, they know how to rock hard. Yes, to me, they are just one of the best bands out there. They have just real command of the stage. doesn't matter if it's MSG or if it's a more intimate stage. They do it all. I mean, wow. They're, they're some of the most talented musicians I've ever heard and one of the, some of the best songwriters I've ever heard. I mean, what I love is that they definitely wear their influences on their sleeve, but they know how to use their influences to give their music a different spin, and I love that about them. You know, they always make everything they play just sound so fresh and sound so new. And that's the best feeling when you have a band that takes influences that you know of and just know how to mix it up with their own special touch. I just absolutely love that. So with my pick being out there, what is your number one anticipated release? Before I come out and say it, just because you know me so well, you might have an idea of it. Can you guess what my number one pick might be? You know, like, after doing our last episode of, you know, like our favorite releases for the year of 2018, honestly, I was wrong when I guessed <laughs> your number one. <laughs> I threw you for a loop. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, this, I mean, you know what? Maybe I'll kick myself when you when you say it. You totally will. But um, I don't know. There's just so much good music coming out. And I guess that's the beauty of it, that, you know, sometimes what you think is going to be the answer isn't it, just because there's just so much to pick from. There's a lot of high expectations for music that's going to come out this year. 
Yeah, and keep in mind, this is just the stuff that we have confirmed thus far. We're only one month into 2019. We're at the beginning. We're at the beginning of of the year. We're at the first quarter. So there's still so many releases and so many announcements yet to be made with artists and bands releasing new music this year. This is just as we know it as of now. And with that being said, my number one pick is Blink-182. Wow. Wow. So they're releasing new music this year. Wow. Yes, they have been in the studio recording and they are back with John Feldman. Travis is back in action. He is back in good health and he is out recording drums right now and they are in the process of writing and recording and hopefully it will be released sooner than later this year. But regardless, I know that they have new music coming and I hope they can take all of what California had to offer and take the good things from that and pretty much expand upon those things and really listen to the fans of the criticism within that album of things that, you know, they can do so much better and work upon being one of the main things being the na-na-nas and the woes, the ongoing joke at this point, Um, just because they are so talented at writing. We know what Mark is capable of. We've seen it throughout Blink-182, and we've seen it with Plus 44. And Matt Skiba, in his own right, with Alkaline Trio, he's a fantastic writer as well. And they could just do so much better than just filling in the, the gaps and filling in the spaces within an album just with throwaway lines like that. So with that being said, I hope that they really listen to the criticisms and they continue to expand off of that California sound because California was a huge comeback for Blink-182 and it's an album that I still listen to this day. And I am really, really looking forward to hearing their new music. The Deluxe, for me personally, was kind of a disappointment. Um, I really don't go back to it as often, maybe one or two songs. But I hope that they can take the balance from the good and the bad and work off of what they know the fans want. Definitely. And that California album was just, you know, a breath of fresh air for fans everywhere, I feel like. And, you know, you and I listened to it on repeat for so long once it was released, you know. Still do, man. Still do. Yeah, yeah. When we went to see them at the Free GMA show, it was such a great day. And then we went back home and listened to the album and we couldn't stop talking about it. And it was just such a fun album to listen to. Yeah, there there were ups and downs, but overall, I really enjoyed it. Oh, me too. Overall, it was such a solid release. And to see them go on tour with a date to remember, all-time low, super fun tour. Yeah, what a show. Right? What a show. So, yeah, I have very high hopes, obviously, because they are my favorite band of all time. And I'm always going to be, you know, wanting new music from them and anticipating new music. But at the same time, just because California really was a solid release, the only critiques I would have is, you know, the filler lyrics and, you know, the overproduction. I wish they would go back to more of a raw sound in terms of, you know, more gritty guitars and and stuff like that. But overall... California was a great return for Blink. It's what they needed. It brought life back into the band. So I cannot wait to see where they go from here. Me too. And you know what? You can include that on my list unofficially, but you can definitely put it on there because I am also a fan of this band, thanks to you. You know, you uh, introduced me to them years ago and you started me out with the self-title. And you know what? I've been a fan ever since. So I am definitely in this with you. 
once they do release their new music, we will have a lot to say about it. And we will be coming back on here and chatting about it with all of you. And hopefully everybody listening can give us their input as well. And it'll be a really good conversation to have. So I'm looking forward to it. Me too, man. That's going to be that's going to be a very fun episode. So guys, those are our top picks for the most anticipated albums of 2019 and also our wish list of people that we wish and hope will release new music this year. But most of all, we want to hear what you want to drop this year. We want to hear your most anticipated albums. We want to hear who you wish would drop new music. We want you to be a part of the conversation. And all you have to do to do that is head over to musicmattersmedia.com. We want to know how you feel about our picks and we cannot wait to hear yours. So make sure you head over to the website and don't forget to follow us on all of our socials we are on twitter tumblr instagram and facebook at music matters media it feels so good to be back and make sure you stay tuned for our next episode